Hello and welcome to Making Connections, the first in our new series of podcasts providing both informal and interactive discussions with industry leaders on the IT challenges and opportunities facing organisations today. My name is Nick Lazell, Client Services Director at Telehouse, and I'll be your host for the show. Today I'm joined by Andy Tipping from Zio Group to discuss the topic of hybrid IT uh, and what's driving demand for it. Welcome Andy. Hi Nick, thank you and glad to be here. Hybrid IT is a topic close to our hearts at Telehouse. Our recent research, Race to the Connected Future, which polled 250 UK IT decision makers, found that a hybrid IT approach or a hybrid approach to IT is favoured by uh, the majority of companies. And and, and that's a combination of edge, uh, co-location and cloud. It's for this exact reason that we've recently partnered with with Zio to connect our network of London data centres onto Zio's uh, high-performance fibre network. What, Andy, do you think are the main drivers behind uh, the demand uh, for hybrid IT? Thanks, Nick. It's a good point. We're finding that organisations increasingly need to gain real-time insight from their data to stay ahead of their competition uh, and to develop new product lines and offerings that they can deliver market edge to, to, to their customers. Hybrid IT and high-speed connectivity combined can give them that uh, services and those secure, securely um, and, and, and in a timely manner. Hybrid working is rising. Uh, Organisations now need fast, seamless uh, and, and multiple access to, to cloud service providers, regardless of the location of where their employees or, or offices may be based. Uh, hybrid is also allowing people to keep costs under control. It, hybrid IT reduces the need and the associated cost of migrating complex legacy applications to the cloud. Okay, thanks, Andy. And and I guess um, uh, security is, is is one of the drivers that we see at Telehouse uh, um, around our hybrid IT and, and, and also a factor of uh, deploying hybrid IT environments, um, particularly in areas like financial services, of course. Um, Many companies uh, and organisations want to take advantages of the scalability and the flexibility that a hybrid infrastructure gives them or, or, or a cloud infrastructure gives them, but they don't want to compromise on their security. Many organisations face uh, lots of challenges around uh, uh, compliance and, and other elements of security. We find many organisations are turning to co-location uh, to the answer to this uh, deployment of uh, hybrid IT infrastructure. Um, recognising that uh, maybe cloud adoption isn't an all-or-nothing approach, it, it, it needs to be a blend. Um, and therefore, rather than leaping headfirst into public cloud, Colo provides this, this hybrid uh, base and hybrid environment, enabling organisations to uh, connect uh, different parts of their infrastructure to the cloud as and when they're ready to, 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 to move in that direction. I mentioned Briefly, financial services and obviously the challenges around security um, or or the demands of security. Um, But what other specific sectors are we seeing the demand for uh, uh, hybrid IoT infrastructure growing? Is is there any particular sector where where the demand is higher than any other? From our experience, Nick, uh, not particularly. you know, as enterprise organisations are increasingly understanding and appreciate the benefits of that fast connectivity and, and the hybrid IT infrastructures, it's rising across the board. Uh, within Zeo, our, our key clients include large global banks, financial institutions, uh, financial services firms, hyperscalers, public health care and educational uh, institutions. But we're also seeing new markets, so the streaming market is is, is building very uh, quick. Uh, the on-demand services, 
e-gaming is growing in popularity at the moment as well. So it is really, you know, across the board, Nick. And all of those have a growing need for hybrid IT, which offers that connectivity, scalability and rapid sharing of data, but also while enabling that sensitive data to be kept on premise to support um, any, any compliance requirements that they may have. That's right, and I guess uh, another another sector we're seeing uh, huge growth in is the, the the content and gaming. You touched on those um, from a data center perspective; it's uh, uh, it, it mirrors that as well. Um, the amount of uh, the amount of streaming, for example, just on its own, is is absolutely going through the roof. Um, to the point where companies um, are asking uh, uh, businesses like Netflix to uh, to pay for their upgrades to their infrastructure. Yeah. And and of course, um, you know, there's pressure on lots of organisations, I think, to transform uh, digitally. Um, and uh, and they're, and, and they're being uh, forced to rethink about uh, how their IT infrastructure is deployed to, to, meet the, uh, uh, to meet the growing demand of their customers, um, to be more agile and, uh, and also responsive to changes in, uh, in, in, in the environment. I, I guess one of the key ways to, to, to do this is, uh, uh, for organisations today is to leverage the kind of ecosystems that, 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 that Telehouse and Zio exist in um, uh, and, and it enables them to scale through, through your networks, through our data centres um, to, to, to meet the demands of, uh, of this ever-changing world. Andy, I know one of the key products and, and key services that underpins uh, the portfolio of uh, services that Zio provide is, the, uh, is, is your high-performance fibre network. Um, what do you think is uh, driving the shift towards the reliance or, or in fact, the uh, utilising the benefits of, of fibre network? I, I think it's a change and shift in people's habits or users of the internet um you know for, for example probably while you were coming into work today you probably touched Zayo's network without probably realizing it depending on whether you were looking at the weather uh, on your phone making a phone call checking your email so all of that is really underpinned by you know fiber and Zayo's infrastructure um uh, you know around the uk and around the globe as well so so to stand out from the crowd people who are who are offering that type of data um, today's enterprises need that connectivity um, they need high speed but they also need high bandwidth from the resilient infrastructure uh, the latest fiber networks can facilitate that uh, you know for example you know it wasn't that long ago that one gig and 10 gig were the services that people were um, talking about now it's 400 gig it's 800 gig and that's just going to get faster and faster as more data needs to be uh, transmitted so high-speed fibre supports that growth and that change and allows people to innovate and to grow their own businesses. Uh, but it also allows, you know, future-proofing. Uh, as I mentioned, you know, content and, and as you mentioned, e-gaming is now growing. So people will need, you know, that connectivity and that uh, future-proofing of their network to be able to do that. And the latest fibre allows people to actually have long-term uh, or set long-term strategies. I think uh, obviously organisations um, probably traditionally have kind of planned quite a long time in advance for the evolutions of their businesses and the kind of things that their customers are going to want, the kind of products they're going to deploy. But every, everything's developing so rapidly now, isn't it? I think uh, and underpinning uh, that rapid growth of organisations, uh, uh, the amount of data is... Uh, is the kind of infrastructure that we provide. So it's really important, in, interesting, you touched on the fact that you may walk into work or walk into the office uh, or go anywhere and touch Zio's network at some point or, um, or, 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 or the data may be... And they're probably 
services going via telehealth. That's exactly right. Uh, I think you know a lot of conversations I have with people uh, uh, may not realise data centres or providers like yourselves um, you know, underpin the way that they look at their content on their mobile phone or uh, play a game on uh, you know play a game at home online or something. It's 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 really interesting that aspect in terms of. You know the the planning for infrastructure growth, um, the, the 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 demand that we see constantly moving. The, the pandemic uh, has has created a real kind of step change in in the way that staff or, or employees kind of communicate um, with each other or or work. And and how do you think businesses have kind of fared through the pandemic? And as we hopefully come out of the the right end of it, uh, how do you think businesses have fared along those lines and and, and dealt with the pandemic from an infrastructure perspective? To to be fair, Nick, they've now experienced most most are adapting well. Um, to a point where you know strategies are being brought by you know five to seven years to, to support that new jobs are being created or new job titles should we say uh, you know we're now seeing um, corporate digitalization officers um, so where companies have their data so I think people have adapted and are adapting well but it has also been out of out of necessity you know all of a sudden you know offices are closed and people have on-prem equipment then they need to move it to a new environment the adversity of the pandemic has changed that and sparked a change in that traditional working model coupled with that the shift to home and hybrid working has put a new premium on the ability to connect and collaborate remotely uh, as well as people work from home and continue to work from home but and also come back to the office so people are still having to support that cloud type environment to couple all you know or to to support all of their employees um, requirements and and the growth in digital fiber infrastructure has been crucial in supporting those organizations and individuals through the current crisis and businesses are increasingly relying you know from our perspective we saw the demand for ip or internet access go through the roof you know to support the home workers and corporate infrastructure and, and very quickly as well uh, didn't expand uh, uh, over a great deal of time it was it was a very it was very very quick, sudden yeah, very so. sudden yeah and, and and again the fiber infrastructure can support that type of quick requirements and demand Yes, that's, that's the speed and agility that we talk about. Great. So, so where where we are today, and 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 maybe thinking about then, kind of what we're what we're looking at in the future. Um, what kind of possibilities do you think you know, high capacity fibre networks, a hybrid infrastructure offers to uh, to businesses as we move on? I think it's. Um it will be enable businesses to be nimble and quickly. In, there, there are new technology coming out. 5G, it's still to hit most people, I think, in reality. Um, but that will increase demand. IoT or the Internet of Things is, and smart cities are going to grow the need for, you know, huge amounts of data. And and that will need to be shared, will need to be stored, will need to be secure. It is just about having that infrastructure to allow companies to develop and quickly as they can and when they require. And and that will be, you know, through that escalating data demands that, that, that things like IoT will, will, will bring. So we, we touched on the, the, those new te- technologies, 5G and IoT, uh, are maybe not so new now, but but obviously, you know, the, the, the uptake is, is, is still kind of continuing rapidly. But um, what about changes in content? Uh, we, we see, obviously, much more live streaming, uh, uh, video on demand, uh, that kind of thing. And, and, you know, companies want to unlock and analyse this this huge amount of data that's either stored or, yes. or is moving around. You know, it's increasing their agility to respond to their customers, maybe for new services. It informs their strategy moving forwards, launching new uh, services to the market. 
you know, could, could potentially cause a problem with this huge amount of, of, of data. And, and also maybe um, the, these things will be exacerbated if people aren't taking advantage of, of a hybrid IT infrastructure, maybe in a co-location facility, uh, using the combination of colo cloud, uh, the edge and, and high speed networks. So uh, it, it, it's very key that the businesses are thinking about that. We need to make sure that we're operating a very uh, uh, secure, highly connected environment with the right power density to uh, to support all of the equipment that, that stores this data, that, that moves the data. And I think uh, in, in that kind of environment, customers are, are going to gain an edge over their competition by hosting in uh, in an environment that we both uh, that we both support. So in in terms of the data centres. Um, from a Zio perspective, uh, from from your perspective, Andy, what do you think customers should be looking for or, or expecting from from their data center provider? I think they're they're expecting security above all that that, that the site they choose is, is very secure, but both in terms of physical on site security and, and resilient, robust cyber uh, security as well. It's a, a common fact today that DDoS or distributed denial of service attacks happen and they need to be controlled and data protected. And certainly, you know, again, coupled with your infrastructure and Zayo's infrastructure that we can manage that. So if, if a, a retail organization was attacked, then that traffic or that attack can be diverted off on, on the, the fiber infrastructure to allow capacity to be given to, to fight that attack. Meanwhile, not impacting the service slowing down for hours on end and you can't order whatever you want to order yeah. and i think that that is important going forward and again the fiber infrastructure and the security around both the protections within the data center and on the network will support that yeah i think you're right andy I, I, you know, when we first engage with a new customer or, or a customer looking to maybe move out of their on-premise environment into the hybrid world into into co-location and and, and utilizing the connected ecosystem uh, the things that are at the top of their list are security physical and and logical security uh, location or the ability to be able to connect from that location to uh, locally to the rest of the world to other businesses you know stand at the top of the list i think no it is and, and i think as they undergo that massive digital transformation that's going to be you know more and more required you know some of these organizations we're used to having it in a corner of their office and having it there available but yeah you know if they can't get into the office as we said before so but they you know having that comfort in, in in the services that telehouse and zayo offer then that does give them that that confidence to move and, and also maybe enables those uh, people within the businesses with those new job titles that you mentioned to concentrate on what they do best in, in delivering services to their customers, growing their businesses. So leaving it to, to people like us, I guess, to uh, look after the nuts and bolts. And, and we're talking about our highly kind of connected ecosystems, our environment. But one of the parts of this hybrid IT infrastructure and maybe one of the parts that's growing significantly is what we call edge. Uh, how do you think the adoption of edge is going to impact on, on, on businesses and, and maybe what opportunities that, that that it gives to them it's an interesting conversation edge nick because i don't think anyone can quite define what edge is uh, you know at the moment so from a, a zaya perspective um we're investing heavily in in our network to support perhaps ed, edge to core edge to cloud and an edge to edge as a network services portfolio so we do recognize that that people are going to want to get closer to what we call eyeball traffic. So uh, rather than taking traffic from, say, London to um, America for, for streaming or for internet, then it will stay perhaps in the UK and will then you know go off to new 
peering hubs um, within the UK. So this is about delivering your high-speed fibre network closer to the users or the consumers of... of uh, correct, yes. And, and, and certainly as, you know, uh, fibre to the home becomes a lot faster, um, lots of providers, people will want that service quickly. And again, having it locally or in the edge connected back to, say, a, a main telehouse site will, will, will allow that to happen. And we have, you know, also understand that that market is growing significantly. Um, Gartner estimates that by 2025, 85% of all networks will be integrated on-prem or co-location, cloud and edge delivery options, and that's compared to 20% in 2020. So it is changing. It's changing very quickly, and it's having everyone's having to adapt to that, not just people like Zayo, but as I say, Telehouse as well. And how do we think um, businesses can gain a competitive edge with uh, with hybrid IT infrastructures? I think they can use a mix of traditional IT and cloud services to make faster business decisions that drives that customer engagement and allows them to take advantage of new markets and keep themselves compliant, which I think is important this day and age, especially where, where data is stored and, 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 and accessed, and all while keeping a lid on costs. It's far easier to manage budgets based on perhaps a hybrid type deployment. And getting all of that right helps them at the same time to drive that or at their own competitive edge. Brilliant. Well, well thanks for your insight today, Andy. Um, we really appreciate you joining me. Um, it was really interesting and, and lots of food for thought, I'm sure. No, thanks, Nick. Appreciate that. Thank you. Great. And, and thanks, everyone, to listening to this first episode of Making Connections. Um, I hope you'll join us again for the uh, next episode soon.